0: Hi guys what's up it's your girl nora back again with another podcast we are so excited to bring back the podcast in 2023 happy new year to you we haven't talked in a long time but we're so happy to be back this is the national youth and pensa podcast please make sure to uh, like and subscribe our channel you can also listen to us on the way to church on spotify on apple yeah. music we have some brand new Fun, spicy, juicy conversations um, that we're excited to have with you. So um, let's get started. Did I say my name is Nora? I don't know. I don't think I did. Did Did I? I Well, my name is Nora Essien. You can follow me on the Youth and Pensa page, Youth Pensa USA on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We we everywhere. So make sure to follow us. Um, But yeah, let's get started. I want to introduce our guest. Um, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Okay. okay. Um, but this is my dear sister. She's more than a sister. Okay. She's more than a friend. Long time. I don't know what title to <laughs> what give her, but we are so close. We've known each other since, since- you were
1: fetus.
0: Yeah. Maybe basically. even before
1: then. Before then. I knew you. <laughs> you knew me in my mother's in, womb. Womb. Hey, in my
0: <laughs> in mother's womb. Womb, there go, womb. There we go. There we go. But um me.
1: yeah, so Yes, well hi everyone. Um uh, my name is Doris O'Pong. Um previously Doris Cujo. Um I guess do you want to tell about myself? Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm um, one of five siblings, so I have five There's there's five of us in total, but I have four siblings. Um, Recently married. I have been in Church of Pentecost pretty much all my life. Um, Currently, my husband and I live in Macon, which is about two hours from Atlanta area. Um, We're just working and serving in ministry down there. So it's good
0: to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. All right. So I know you guys are here for a reason, (laughs) right? You guys saw the title. I don't know what it is about young people, but whenever we talk about love, whenever we talk about relationships, marriage, just you come guys running. come. They come running. <laughs> you come in your numbers. They it's come running. Nice. That is funny. Yes. So make sure to share this podcast um, yes. once, you, well, I mean, we are watching it now, so make sure that you share the link, uh, but let's get into it. All we right. are going to talk about what the church doesn't tell you about marriage, marriage okay? Yeah, and um, one of my favorite quotes is marriage is not a destination, it's a journey. And that's something super, super important. Um, you know, we came across this topic, we went to dinner on, yes. you know, last Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you know, I was telling Doris all about my love problems. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, no. all about the they men in my life. life.
1: <laughs> oh. It's okay, it's alright, mm-hmm. we, we were all there, it's alright.
0: Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> but we it's are, okay. you know, and oh. we, you know, we talked about, you know, marriage, because she was recently married, yes. almost... almost Years. Two, years. two years mm-hmm. almost two years great wedding was beautiful and i'm not only saying that because you know i helped you small <laughs> but it was small, beautiful small. it was small. um you know it's always great to see young people yeah um finding love yeah and uh in christ is that yes, beautiful tin and it's so interesting that like your generation a lot of you guys are getting married i mean last week the proposals back hey, and forth last year this what this it's year intense.
1: this year is intense okay i literally
0: Listen. have so many dresses for so many weddings <laughs> no, it's like intense. it's I, a I, lot we're we booked i'm booked and busy this year mm-hmm. with the weddings it's, it's coming it's, it's, it's coming live Right, and, and meanwhile, good. like my generation, we are still finding love. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, maybe we didn't drink the right <laughs> Drink right milk the right portion, no. That we don't know.
1: It takes time.
0: Yeah, it, it does take time, time we'll for sure. We'll get that, I'm sure. Yeah, but let's get into it. So I want to start with the first question. Okay. Um, why did you get married? Why did I get married? So, <clears throat>
1: that's kind of that's such a big question, because it's like, I don't really know... I know why, but you just kind of, when you're in it, you don't really have to meditate on that. But basically, um, so we got married in 2021, so right after the pandemic. Um, At the time, Quinn and I were both living in Macon, and we had been dating, we'd started dating in 2017. So this year, I think it'll be almost seven years since we've been together, which is really crazy. It feels like just yesterday. I know. But, um, so. We started dating in Macon. We were in Macon. We were both in school at the time. We both graduated. We both decided we felt like the Lord was still calling us to stay in Macon. So we were there. And, you know, I I heard this phrase of like, you know, if you're looking for someone to marry, you want to find someone who is kind of walking beside you. Like, you know, where your life is going as a single person as someone who's following Christ. You know, see where your life is going. And if someone else is with you, like kind of walking along that direction, then you can start to think, okay, you might be the person. I'm supposed to do life with. And that was essentially what happened. Like, we were already dating. We were already together. We did ministry together. We were in a band. We, like, we really did a lot of stuff together. And we were there, and um, we've been dating for a long time. And at that point, we were like, there's no point in just dragging it out to to just date for dating's sake. If the purpose of dating is to marry, then let's get married. Now, granted, I think we were kind of young. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was 24 when I got married, which in... I guess African community, it feels young,
0: mm, but like yeah.
1: my like all of my college friends got married like right after we graduated. So I graduated in twenty nineteen. Like everyone, like after that got married. The so next twenty step. yeah, like twenty twenty one. Like we were kind of like the last ones there. So just just obviously knowing yourself, knowing what what's good for you. For me, for me, I know I needed to be married younger because I like the idea of just growing with my husband right. as time goes. Yeah.
0: No, I mean it's so interesting. I think especially us in our African household, Once to graduate.
1: Listen,
0: where's your husband? Where is your husband? <laughs> okay, where is where's your, your husband? husband? I have graduated long ago. Where listen, is he? Listen, it's Okay, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 do your
1: thing. Well, I, I don't know. In my mind, I was just like, I feel like in our, like with our families and our parents, like I think maybe after you reach like your mid-20s, that's when parents start asking like, where's your husband? Like what's right. going on here? This, that, and the other, right? But when I was in high school or whatever, like, I think we have to look back in time, right? Nobody really encouraged us to date. So it's like, you're asking me for my husband, but I've never, I haven't been, I've been at home all this time, studying uh, in my books, I'm oh. married to my book. What husband? Like, right. where is his husband?
0: He's, supposed, That's to drop? Probably what He's I, supposed to knock
1: on the door and right. come and find
0: me? Like, That's probably what I should have done. I should have studied my book. <laughs> but screaming. instead, I was outside in the street, you I'm know? I was screaming. Yeah,
1: hmm. but I just, it's just, a matter of like, I think, obviously, and I think dating looks different. Like, finding a spouse looks different in different seasons. So, like, if you are someone who is in college still, obviously in college, college is a good time because you have people that are all in the same, like, stage of life as you versus, like, I have a lot of friends who are outside of college who dating life is just different because Mm -hmm. people are, we are adults. We are working real jobs. We are doing real things. So, you know, you have to kind of make that next effort. So it's 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 a different level of work. But I think it's still, you know, just finding someone who's walking alongside the path that God has laid for you. Mm -hmm. Someone who can be your support in that. Yeah. And
0: I love that you said that, you know, for you, it was important for you to grow with somebody. And I think that's something that we all strive for. Yeah. But it's not something that we always achieve, right? Yeah. Uh, You know, sometimes it takes us a long time because mm-hmm. we ourselves have to grow maybe there's a growth process or a maturity process that we have to go through right to get to and that's true that's yeah true. yeah and so I guess for you and Quentin what indicated to you that he was the one and then you were the one to him
1: yeah, yeah. um I think for me <clears throat> like I I in my mind thought that I, when I came to college I thought I was gonna get married like later in life, because that was just the trajectory that I thought I was on. Like I had dibble dabbled in dating in high school and stuff and it just wasn't good for me. So I in a way was kind of punishing myself. Like I was mm. punishing myself for the things that I didn't strive to be or set myself up to be. And so I was like, you know what, Lord, it's just gonna be me and you until I'm thirty and we're just gonna hang out and do what we're doing. Well, <laughs> We're gonna hang out and see what we're doing, (laughs) but like, but like, God had to sit me down. It's like I never told you that. Like, you put that on yourself, Mm. right? You kind of put that limit on yourself, right? And so, really, I just wasn't looking for anybody, and. Quentin and I, like I said, our friend group became really close, like we mm-hmm. became really good friends, we took classes together, this, that, and the other, and as life just kind of led us together, we, we decided like, hey, like you might be someone who, not only is compatible with me, but like you understand the culture, which is really important to me, like understanding just where I come from, my right. family life and things like that. Um, and I think the biggest thing was, I, I wanted to feel safe with somebody, mm. and like, like my husband, like we have very similar testimonies, very similar backgrounds, very similar experiences, and neither of us judged each other i think right. both of us looked at each other like oh you are too perfect i can't handle you you mm-hmm. know what i mean wow. like we okay. kind of both we both assumed that the other person was like
0: wasn't good enough more, or, yeah. yeah
1: not necessarily good enough but like more like ho- like too like holy that mm. we were like filthy rags
0: wow when okay. in reality
1: like marriage is supposed to really heal you mm-hmm. of a lot of things it's supposed to heal you and grow you and so i realized like okay quentin like, he even though he's he's like human like all of us we Mm -hmm. all have our walks we all have our our shortcomings and i really felt like i could learn a lot from him Mm -hmm. and vice versa he could learn a lot from me and our stories just healed each other and i realized like wow like you can love god you can maybe go to the left a little bit you know and, and live life and then come back to god and he can really restore your life right and i think we both learned that from each other that it just it brought us closer together, when we were like, "You yeah. know what? I think God is, is trying to do something with our marriage.,
0: mm,
1: okay. like, I think God is trying to show, because really at the end of the day, your marriage is a display of the gospel, It's a right. display of church, the, you know Christ in the church. And so like what is God trying to show from your marriage? And for mm-hmm. us, He was trying to show that I can restore you from brokenness to wholeness. And wow. I think that's what, what for me, that's what brought me together with my wow. sunshine.
0: That was deep. That was so beautiful. <laughs> With my
1: sunshine.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm emotional. So, I want to get into dating a little bit because yeah, yeah. I know, like, Church of Pentecost, when it comes to dating, that's Jesus. such a taboo word. But, you yeah. know, we're in 2023. We know it happens. uh You know, the process of getting to know somebody until, you know, you're ready to be more serious and yeah. take this step into marriage. But,. I want to ask you, what are things that you practiced while or didn't practice while you were dating that you see impacts your marriage now? Yes. That's a really good question. So
1: I heard it on another podcast. I think it was by Ben Stewart. I'll have to find it. and Maybe we can link it in the show notes or whatever. But he was basically explaining dating like it's an opportunity to evaluate whether or not this person could be a life partner. Because Mm -hmm. that's really all you're doing. Like dating is just evaluating. I'm trying to see... Are you compatible with me? Are our lives going in the same direction? Do we want the same things? Do we not want the same things? Right. Maybe maybe for you you feel like God has called you to be a missionary, but for me I feel like God has called me like to the local community. Mm-hmm. Okay, our lives are going in two different directions. Then that's not really for us. Right. So it's just I feel like we should reframe the conversation of dating to I'm just trying to like kick it with somebody or just, you know, find companion or like company or whatever to i'm really trying to evaluate whether this person would be a good fit in my life right. to help me achieve whatever god has called me to do right mm, and vice yeah. versa like can i be a good fit for this person's life to help them achieve wherever god has led them or is calling them to yeah so i don't know i think for the things that we did or didn't do in our dating relationship because <clears throat> we both had past struggles we both um dated before and um, we had gone too far with each, with different relationships. And so when we got together, we were really good friends before that we didn't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted... Because I know for me, like, every relationship that I had prior, I think, led to some sort of heartbreak and right. some sort of, like... Hmm. And some sort of, like, you know, me feeling less than... And like I said, because we were such good friends, we didn't want that for each other. It's either right. We kind of came into it knowing, like, either we're going to get married or... We're gonna break up. Right. And if we broke up, I still wanted to be your friend. Friend. Okay. Like I still wanted to be able to look at you in the eye and not feel guilty of like all the things that we did that we weren't supposed to do. Does that right. make sense? Mm. So we had to really and I think it's knowing yourself, right? right? No one can read your mind. So you know yourself. You know what you can handle, you know what you can't handle. Right. You know that if you're not supposed to be, you know, cuddling on the couch with your man Ooh. at nine o'clock, don't do it's it. It's the lust just for don't, me. Just Don't do it. <laughs> don't just do don't it.
0: do it. Just don't,
1: don't do it. Do because it. like you said What will happen is, I kind of had this realization when I got married, like, who I am is who I'm going to be in my marriage. Right. There's not going to be, like, a magic switch, like, all of a sudden my last name is changed and now I'm a different person. No. Who I am is who I'm going to be. And what no one talks about is that, like, you also need to practice self-control in marriage. Mm. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't stop. Oh, we we will get there. (laughs) It doesn't stop when you get get married. Like, wait. (laughs) We will get there. You know, and so I think a lot of times we, we talk about marriage like it's a... It's beautiful, but mm-hmm. marriage is not the savior. Like, right. Jesus is the only one who can save you and hold you, mm-hmm. right? And so, marriage is not the end all be all to, to keep me from, from falling, right? right. It's, it's a place to hold you accountable and it's a place to have companionship and all the things. Um, but if we, if we look at, if we understand marriage that that's the goal, then we will date in a way that protects our heart as mm-hmm. an individual, but also will protect the other person's heart
0: in mm-hmm. the long run. That's that like was cool. good. That was good, y'all. Okay, this is this like is cool the reason why run. we ended dinner. Like we have to do a podcast. I know. We're
1: just like I was like we should have hit record. No, like, honestly. from I from said, the restaurant wow. because
0: this is just it was too so. good. This is just too good, and so I think I don't even know where to go with this because this? there's so so there's many different directions, processes. Directions, I know. Do you think dating? Was necessary, and I want to separate that from courtship because I think, yeah, you know, there's different levels nowadays. There is the talking. talking, hey, then there is dating, there is courtship. You know, there's situationships. Yes. there's hey, entanglement. Situations. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all. do you think that was necessary? Um, <clears throat> and do you think dating process, the dating process, is also a huge indicator to what your married life is going to be, yes. or is that just a small piece? No. Dating is huge. Dating is huge. And it's good to date for a
1: while. I think when you're when you're young, like I was. So Quentin and I, we started dating when I was twenty. I'm not I wasn't gonna get married at twenty. Okay. okay. was I wasn't ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was she not wasn't ready. ready. I wasn't ready, okay. <laughs> and we also we only I mean we were only together for like a year or some change. And I, I really I really wanted to know the person I was gonna marry before I married them. So right. Quentin and I dated for four years. Now granted, I think that's too long. Mm. <laughs> i think that's too long okay it depends on where you are in your stage D- of life right, right? like if you are an adult and you're out of college i really wouldn't recommend don't date for more than like two years because at that right. point you know yourself you know what you want i was still in college and i was still kind of figuring out and likewise for my husband we were both in college we were both kind of figuring out what do we want for our lives what do we, right. what, are we what are we trying to build and so like i said we were really building together so it took us a while yeah to figure out ourselves individually right exactly what we wanted as a couple right yeah so i do think dating is dating is necessary because it gives you again a chance to evaluate does this person do they help me achieve wherever god has called me to be or are they kind of pulling me back
0: Mm. because
1: i mean, Mm. let's be honest like there are some relationships that i see where you know i see you know there's what is the phrase in the bible unequal unequally unequal right yeah. like that's important like i know sometimes you know we say a lot of churchy phrases that like it becomes like what are we actually talking about you want to find someone who's going to help elevate you not someone that you feel like you have to pull or drag now granted you will learn from your spouse mm-hmm. but it has to be kind of like an an equal an equal balance because when you're right. married you're equals Like yeah. you and your husband are equals yeah okay your husband is like the head of the household but like Wives, everyone has their roles. Everyone yeah. has their roles, and wives have a huge influence over husbands. Okay. Listen, what women? Okay, I'm just saying. Like, so really we right. just we just need to just learning. I think learning the principles of marriage, and allowing yourself to I don't say practice, but like keeping that in mind as you're dating mm-hmm. will help you once you are married, right? Because then I think it, it one it will again protect your heart, but I think it will also just just. Just help you in the long run. yeah, again, because you'll, you'll get to know your, your husband. I feel like for me like I really knew like I always say, like I married my best friend like my husband and I like we are good friends. like we can laugh, we can kiki, we can haha, but we're also like he's my husband, right right And so I think it's it's getting yourself the opportunity to not only fall in love but just be a friend to this person.
0: Yeah, that's, I think that's the goal. Okay, we're gonna pause here. Okay. I'm gonna check the time <laughs> on okay. my camera. Pause
1: while I drink my water.
0: Oh, okay,
1: good. We were at 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna stop the recording. I wanna see how we sound like because I know the a is loud. But... I totally dropped my water bottle on the worst. Should I stop the recording on your phone? Uh yes, please.
0: I forgot the last point you even said. (laughs) I'm
1: talking about dating.
0: Uh, Yes.
1: Just understanding. like,
0: Oh, you asked me is dating a huge indicator? Yes, I said it was. Yeah. Okay, cool. So where was I going to go with this? I was going to ask you. Okay. All right. So I have another question because we get this a lot. Um, We just had our single summit a couple of weeks ago around Valentine's Day. And one of the questions that was brought up was, you know, how old are should you be to start the dating process? Um, I know you, you know, started when you were 20. Do mm-hmm. you feel like that's a healthy age or is that based off of maturity levels? Yeah,
1: I think I think it depends. I mean, in general. There's really no point to dating in high school. Mm. Don't do it. Don't it's do it. Unreliable. You won't see relevant. them again. You won't, like, just don't do it. Because, like, at the, I mean, high school, you're, you're, you're still under your parents' roof. Like, you're, right. you're not really developing your own person yet. So high school, no. So I would say give it to at least your sophomore year in college. Right. Or if you don't go to college, which most people don't, you know, give, give yourself a year outside, maybe a year and a half outside of being in high school so that you learn yourself right at the end of the day like you want to you want to be with somebody who who knows themselves and of course you grow as time goes and you'll change like your desires and your ideas and whatever will change and some i mean some people they do marry their high school sweethearts so i mean you can still you can still be friends with this person but i wouldn't necessarily call it like if you're seriously intentionally dating Mm -hmm. you want to wait until like you said you're mature right right? maturity comes into it too because at at such a young age, I mean, what are we really doing? Are your parents going to take you to the movies? Like, yeah, no. You, know, you can't drive. <laughs> like, at that point, like, what are, what are we doing? They'll be like, no. what are you watching at like, the movies? Like, what's going we on? TV yeah. I mean, really though, like, why? Yeah. I just, just again, like, like, dating should really be looked at like an opportunity to make friends. Like, right. just make friends. I'm going to say this, and I, I don't say this like I don't wish that I didn't get married younger. Like, I kind of wish that I had the opportunity to date after I got out of college. Right. Obviously I didn't because I was already married. But I kind of wish I would because knowing who I am now, I would have loved to date. Mm -hmm. Like I would have loved, because I love people already and I would have loved to just like go out, be myself, have a meal with someone, learn right. about who they are, and just say like, "Hey, like, where are you trying to go?" And like, just that whole process of dating is actually really beautiful. It's a really beautiful process. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> like, I really, I really feel like, and maybe because like, maybe because I'm out here, like, and I feel like if you, if you, if you're someone who's okay with putting yourself out there, of course mm. you don't want to just put yourself out there for just anybody. You have standards. Have your standards. Right. Okay, it's important. But I don't know. I just, I just in my mind, I would have, I would have liked to try what it's like on that side. Right.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> My I side of the world is a struggle, especially mm. nowadays, especially with, so like, high? social media, number one, right? You have people growing up in the social media age relying on social media to tell them how they should behave. Okay. And their expectations in life. Like, I'm always, I hear, like, random for, uh, forums out in the spiritual world or spiritual mm-hmm. word, whatever it is, whatever or shade room, right? mm-hmm. like you know, should a guy pay for a meal or, you know, those type of things. I feel like people get hung up on what dating should be like or what marriage should be like based off of what the world, the the social media world is. Mm -hmm. And it isn't really based on, like, there's no Christian foundation. Yeah, I agree. And I think, and I just also don't think we really understand the concepts of dating and Mm -hmm. what it should be. Mm -hmm. And I like how you describe it as you're evaluating the person Mm -hmm. versus as, you know, we are going out to just having a meal. Yeah, yeah yeah, we're testing the waters like, that's not what it's about, right? Um, Because at that point, you're not serious. Right, and I think also, like, because when, you know, you're finishing college, you're now getting into your career. Some, you know, some people, it takes them longer than others, Mm -hmm. right? And the burden of, you know... Uh, finances, the yeah. burden of bills, yeah. you know, now you're taking care of you know your individual families at home. Yeah. There's just so many different factors it's that true. in college you don't consider because right. you're not paying no bills, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You're not paying mm-hmm. any bills. You're just focused on school and getting to know people. Sure. So I think there's sure. definitely a blessing in dating in college. Yeah. But there's also a blessing in dating outside, right? When you meet somebody where you're both financially stable, mm-hmm. you're able to create memories and experiences yeah. without... The financial burden, sure, right? Sure. So the memories are different. The bonding is, is different. different. The experiences are different. Absolutely, yeah, and you know, we were broke as a joke when we got married. We had no money. But no idea. money, <laughs> no we, money. But we you guys have college. money now. Listen, we're have okay. College. No, not nah, that
1: we were we were we were going to um, like local restaurants and hanging out. You know, at the cafe. Like whatever. We support local restaurants. We, we make it work. <laughs> okay, we made it work. We made it far. But right. I agree. Like when you're older, you do have more of more of the independence and the freedom. To be able to just have fun, like just live, live your life. You're right, really, it's supposed to, it really is supposed to be, I think, a fun process. Yes. And because you know, dating has evolved in so many different ways with the mm-hmm. entanglement and the situationships, it it can actually be really intimidating. Like yes. I know a lot of girls, like young girls, who I've had conversations with, who are like, you know, I'm scared, or like mm-hmm. I don't know what to what to do, or like I don't have experience. Like, right. Really,
0: where do you get the where, experience? Yeah, yeah. I'm like,
1: listen, like. We're all learning. Like, we're all learning. Like, I've never been married before. Like, this is my one my one and only marriage. And I I like being able to learn with my husband. Like, yes. I like being able to go on the... Like, I don't know everything, right? And, I, and now, I think when you're younger, you kind of... You want to know all the answers. And mm-hmm. once you get older, you're kind of like, okay with saying... Like, you're more confident. So, right. so build your confidence. Build who you are first. And then add someone to the equation because it it just adds a whole nother layer when you're when you're not thinking about another person like well I guess we'll get into like all the things that that they don't really prepare you when you get into marriage until you're in it but yeah like really really seeing dating as this is a opportunity for me to make a new friend Mm -hmm. See where it could go. Right. Obviously, I'm attracted to this person, so maybe, you know, it could be something that's more than just a friendship, Um, but I'm also going to maintain and guard my heart in the process. I'm not, I'm, I'm going into it with the mindset that I'm not going to lose my heart. Right. Like, I'm going to keep my heart intact. Yeah. And, and I can still have a good time. That's right? right. Whereas for me, like, when I was, when I was jading back in the day, like... I just let my heart go everywhere. Like, you know, and so it was just, it was just so, it was hard. It was hard for me. It was hard. And it was hard to put that back together. Yeah. You're going to be putting that back together for years.
0: Yeah. No, I, you know, one thing is so funny. I remember this um, Bible verse that one of our youth teachers taught us. And now I'm, Taking it to heart, but don't awaken love
1: before. But my mom love, used to tell yes. me that
0: all the time, and I used to hmm. hate it.
1: I used to say, "Hey, I'm sorry, mommy." I used to <laughs> say, "Hey," when she said it, because I was like, ah, "What's the point now that I'm married?" Now I know. Now, now I. understand. I will be telling my kids that oh. like this in the future, because now I'm like, wow, like you really, you really don't. It, there's a there's a time and there's a season. I think I heard someone say this one time on um. In social media like you really should enjoy the seasons of your life because yes. there will come a time where your singleness is over mm. like i have crossed into new territory yes like it's <laughs> not i'm not going back and there there are good times in marriage but then there are also hard times in marriage mm. right and so enjoy the season that you're in i think oh, sometimes we i'm rushing yeah enjoy listen <laughs> like we rush and now i'm actually very intentional with a lot of my friends because i know like Marriage is not something that's simple or something to take light lighthearted. Like nowadays, because I know back in the day, like I used to be like, oh my gosh, you're dating someone. They probably date for like, you know, two or three dates. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like your baby, you know, you kind of jump super far. Right. But if the relationship doesn't work out, then that person's be like, oh, I didn't, you know, you kind of get like shy or, or whatever. So now I'm intentional about just allowing people the time mm-hmm. to figure it out because it's not easy. Who you marry yes. is very important too. Oh, yes. You don't need to just be jumping into relationships or commitments with Mm. just anybody and everybody because, again, like your marriage is the most vulnerable relationship you have with anybody. Like your parents don't even know you as much as your husband will know you, Mm. right? Like Mm -hmm. your siblings don't know, your friends don't. Like there are days where i be in my house and I'm like, "Hey, wow! So nobody's going to come. Nobody's coming to look for me today. Like nobody. nobody, Like you guys just really like let me go. Like you know. And it's true. It's true. Like they." You make the commitment before God and before man that you two are going to go through life together. And like I said, there's going to be good times and bad times. So yeah. just knowing who you marry is so important. Like, yes. you know, having Having the right person. And that starts with the dating. That mm-hmm. starts with evaluating. That starts with getting to know this person. And I think we talked about this too. Having accountability. Yes.
0: Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. Like, like yes. having accountability because listen, I know
1: people. Please, stop dating people in the dark. Don't do that.
0: Don't. You know. And I. And I Let's you talk know. About that. <laughs> I want to talk about that because Like, don't do that. it would bothering me yeah. when my friends don't be telling me who they're dating, but yes, what's up in your wedding invitation? No, 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 no. And no, no, I want to no. talk like who kept you accountable yeah when you guys were dating who was watching you it's dangerous god was watching but who else was watching who was there you know what i'm saying and go ahead ahead. yeah and i was gonna say like there is a whole discussion right now about you know not necessarily you know do i keep my dating process a secret but do i keep it private do i tell anybody do i not tell anybody So I do want to, I mean, because I think accountability is important Mm -hmm. in the sense of, you know, making sure that from just from a Christian perspective, you guys are not falling into anything that you shouldn't be falling into, right? But also from a woman's perspective, I know when I'm in a relationship I don't see anything. Love is blind to love me. When I'm in love, love, love man, well. yeah. Like, I don't see anything. <laughs> that, that person thing. is perfect. Like, right. Eesh. So I think, like, for me, it's important for my friends yeah. to know who I'm dating because they're gonna, <laughs> they should be able to identify what well, the red, red flag, flags, from red his flag. perspective. And also, maybe I'm tripping up. Maybe yeah. I'm doing something yeah. wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And from there, I'm able to learn, okay, how yeah. to navigate. Yeah. So, like, from your perspective, when you were dating, what was the accountability Oof, like? Jesus.
1: I- Okay, so, like I said, it's funny. So, we were a big group of friends. I think we were a group of, like, six or eight. And we all actually married each other. Wow. We were one big friend group. It's kind of like friends. Like, we were all <laughs> one, one, one big friend group. And we were all, you know, just friends in the beginning. And then slowly but surely we start breaking off and get into relationships. And because we were all friends, we just... Stayed friends like mm-hmm. holding each other accountable like we would go on double dates with each other like we would just be really we would try our, our best to just be really really intentional about it and i think even with when it comes to accountability like if you're a friend on the outside looking at another friend who's dating mm-hmm. it's important to use to be gracious right right you know because that person is probably in love and mm. they probably can't think straight. They and can. they can't see <laughs> straight. She and says so, so fluid. <laughs> <laughs> everything is happening. Everything right, is you know? fluid. <laughs> so it's important to be gracious and to, to make it known that like I'm I'm looking I have your best interest at heart. Right. right. I want good things for you. Like I want you to find love, but I also want to make sure that you're protected, that right. you're okay, right? Yeah. And I think what we don't, what we do wrong sometimes is like if it's a secret or whatever and then people kind of blow up and mm. get, you know, offended or whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because right. then you'll just run people away and that's how it just becomes more and more secretive. So, yeah. like I said, for me and, and Quentin, um, we had curfews. Mm. Uh, like legit you, curf- That you guys set for we each That we set for other. ourselves and we also wow. told our friends so they could hold us accountable because we wouldn't hold ourselves accountable sometimes. Wow. Nine o'clock would come and we'd be like, yeah, I think we can hold on until nine thirty. And then our, <laughs> hey. our friends would be calling us. And I had a, I had a roommate at the time and she had my location on my phone. Mm. In, best man, his best friend had his location on his phone too. Um, the last, so the month before our wedding, so we got married in August. So in July, I couldn't actually end up moving in with one of our friends mm-hmm. just for more accountability. Wow. Yeah, because they serious. they be going. I mean, it's serious. Yeah. Like it, when when you know that you're trying you're trying to wait until marriage, you yes. have to do everything. Okay, everything. like just do everything <laughs> to keep yourself pure because you you right. don't. It's not. I, for me, it, it's not worth the risk of like one night, like, okay, I'm just gonna slip up. And then, and then again, you're heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You have to guard your heart. If, if your intention is to guard your heart, guard it all the way through, right? Like, all the way through. Because, and there will come a day. I know for me, when I was like, I said, we dated for four years, don't recommend it. Um, in that time, you know, as time goes, the word says, like, you will be burning, like, as time goes, and so. Sheesh. So you have to just know, Lord, it's gonna end. Like mm-hmm. there will come a day where we will be married and we won't have to worry about that, right. like we do in dating, not necessarily anymore, but like we do in dating. So I have, we have to do whatever whatever means necessary yeah. for that accountability.
0: That's very interesting. You shared the location. Shared oh yeah, we, we were for real. Like that's crazy play. because we, my dates we left late. Oh, <laughs> <excuse laughs> We did, and again, like,
1: it's it's also different when you're older, right? When right. you're older, and maybe maybe if you're like an adult and you maybe you live by yourself, you just hold the boundary of like you don't stay at my house by myself. You right. know what I'm saying? Like mm. you don't. You see what I'm saying? Like yes. if you're really, and we're talking like we're speaking specifically to like Christian, mm-hmm. like people who want to date in a way that honors God, you have to do whatever's necessary. Like yeah. I, I have a lot. And again, there's a, there's grace. There's grace for everybody. Uh, but again, you have to be honest with yourself. So mm-hmm. for me and Quentin, like we were very honest with ourselves, and I don't want to say this to seem like we were like holier than now, but because we were honest with ourselves, we knew what we could and couldn't do. So right. we didn't actually kiss until like seven months into our relationship. Wow. We could have lasted a year, but the the moonlight was The incredible. moonlight was shining. The moonlight oh, was shining, wow. and then you know we couldn't help it. But it it was. I think those first maybe like seven months of our relationship, mm-hmm. we were the most like. I don't say like calm, but, like, we were able, like, the temptation wasn't there. Right. Because we didn't awaken the door mm. for love. Once love started flowing, then things got, then yeah. the accountability had to get stronger as time went on. I mean, it just had to. Yeah. Because we, we were really, really, really That's trying. really
0: interesting. I think, like, in my experience, especially dating in the Christian world, it's hard to find a guy that's on the same page with you about, you know. Yes not having sex mm-hmm. it's really really hard just because guys the emotions and the uh, hormones I, I don't know i don't know if you guys have raging hormones compared <laughs> to women screwed. i feel like we have we are able to have a bit more self-control mm-hmm. um, and i don't know i mean you guys can argue with me about it but i think how important was self-control and then how did it play into your marriage
1: yeah um i mean it's very important Self control. Uh, it's again, self control. First and foremost, is about yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to be honest with yourself. You have to know. For me, I can't kiss. I yeah. can't kiss Quinn when we were dating mm-hmm. because kissing leads to other things.
0: Yeah, it does. Right?
1: Your parents told you, but listen, <laughs> listen it's, it's true. It's true. Like kissing would lead to other things, mm-hmm. and because we both had relationships where we had experienced other things, it's like y- you've already trained your body. The, the biology you've mm-hmm. already trained your your physiology to respond in that way. Right. So if you don't want to go in that direction, don't flee. do it. Flee! <laughs> the Bible says flee, Free. flee from time. Like flee. So run, like run the other direction. Yeah. Have that accountability. So self control again begins with self. It's knowing that, and and it's really it's it's a grace thing. I remember you know there there were days where I'm not gonna lie, like I'd be weak, and then Quentin would have to be the one to say, "Hey, love, like I'm gonna I'm going home now." Yes. And I'd be like, "Oh, sunshine, why do My you hate me?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And I and I, I had a friend who said like he's not he's not punishing you, he's protecting, protecting you. you. Mm. Right? Mm. And 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 that. knowing like that's really how you know you're with someone who really cares about your heart right. at the end of the day. Like someone who really, really cares about the boundaries that you've set is gonna honor that, it's gonna yeah. respect that, and it's gonna say, you know what, like even though again self-control is about self, even though I might want this, mm-hmm. this is for you in the long run. And when right. you get into marriage. Sex and marriage is a completely different mindset shift because I think sex outside of marriage, it's about or even just any type of like sexual act that's it's about what can I get from out that, of it. Right. Versus sex and marriage is all about giving. Yes. It's giving to the other person. It's being able to see the other person saying, like, hey, like I I care about you. And so yeah. having that if you're if you're so used to taking, 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 dating, when you get into marriage, you're going to do the same thing. The same thing. You're just not going to, like I said, it's not a switch. Whatever, whoever you are outside, it will come in, like, it'll right. be there inside too. So practice those habits early so then that becomes your norm when you are married in the long run.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Um. So I want to kind of shift the conversation. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the marriage process, mm-hmm. like getting, you're now engaged. You have told the church, uh, the church leaders, I have found my flower, my one and <laughs> only, my sugar, <laughs> my, my Goku. And, my and goku. you know, you're going to the marriage process. Cause this is a big question mark, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't know what actually happens. We know there's a marriage committee. Mm-hmm. We know there's marriage counseling, but what, what do you guys talk about? Do we do. You know, we what do you do? About. And then. Is it actually helpful? Because, you know, I've gotten mixed reviews. Depending on you know who you did the process with, yeah, it, it was either a great experience or you you didn't learn anything, right? Yeah. And you just feel unprepared going yeah. into marriage. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk about you know, marriage committee. What did what did they ask you? you? What, what did they ask me? You know, what committee. did they tell you? Yeah. So
1: I think, and and I'll, I'll be honest. I think. We have to recognize... I had a conversation with my mom the other day, like, you know, just in general. Like, Mom, like, have you talked to my brother about sex? Like, my brother's 16 now. I'm like, Mommy, have you had the conversation with Dylan about sex? And she's like, yeah, I talked to him about it. And so I asked him, I said, Dylan, did Mommy have this conversation with you? Well, first I asked him, like, Dylan, what is it? And then he explained to me what it was. I said, did Mommy and Dad talk to you about that? He's like, no. So in her mind, she thought she had the conversation. Right. But Dylan... He didn't take that away that that was a conversation, conversation right? right? Mm. so then what was talked about Right. I think that's kind of what happened in the marriage committee like, <laughs> like I feel like that's what kind of happened like, yeah. like they maybe have said they gave me advice and really really more of it was focused on for me I remember when we went through it they do it separately so they do for me it was just me and the marriage committee and then mm. they would zoom call my husband because he wasn't part of Pentecost so they zoom call him and have a separate conversation with him um, for my conversation, a lot of it was, you know, or is he a Christian? Does mm. he follow the Lord? Right. Obviously, he's not in Pentecost, so, like, they didn't know him, so he was outside, but his right. family was part of it at some point. And so there was that, like, knowing of who they are. Right. I think if it was in Ghana, and I think a lot of how they do it is, like, based on if it was Ghana, not right. like it's America. Because there's that's interesting. There was some, like, investigation process that happened. Yeah,
0: I listen, I've heard. One thing about the marriage committee, they will find <laughs> your ex girlfriend in the bush, yeah, in the midst of a forest in like, some, like they're really good about the investigation. And process. but I think
1: they do that. And I've never been to Ghana, and I was born in the states, so I, I I really don't know. But in my understanding, you know, if you're in in Ghana, like marrying someone because you know you don't really know where their family might be from, or, right? You know, it's it's again, it's a way of protecting. It's a way of making sure, like, is this person vetted right are they are they who they they say say they they are are, right Right. Or are they a stranger somewhere yeah
0: it's so funny i was watching um a video that somebody had posted on tiktok and they were making fun of like the mayor's committee of like um it was a video of a man i guess he was playing video games and he got a call that the mayor's committee was coming over (laughs) and so he started to like clean his room he I'm had screaming. condoms next to the Bible, and he said it to, like, like sub- stuff, stuff, and, and people were in the comments, like, yeah, that's Pentecost, like, they're I'm always screaming. gonna find out. But then my question
1: is, like, like, let's be real, like, what if someone marries someone who's not Ganyans? You know, what are they like, gonna do? How are they gonna How are you gonna investigate? We're we gonna right. go to these people's house, like, hello, we are here to investigate. Right. Like, we wanna like, see
0: how you know, what, what is their room? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I think the
1: process makes sense for people who are in the culture, the Ghanaian yeah. culture. Right. But we have to give more of like a, a, a whole wholehearted perspective of, right. of why we're doing it. For me to be honest, like, because I grew up in America and I I My sisters and I, like, we would watch TV and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, all all that we saw were American weddings. Right. Like, the white dress. Like, I never knew the process that was required for, like, the culture. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard for me because... I learned it as I was going through it. Yes. And so a lot of times it's like okay, I'm gonna do it this way. And then I'd be like told, like, oh no, that's not the way we do it. I'm like, right. okay, so what is the way? And why am I just now finding out finding it, it out yeah. now while I'm going through it? So listen, I'll write a book on all the things that you were supposed to know, but nobody told you. Right. Okay, listen. Honestly. All the things you're supposed to, to know. Book. Listen. And mm. and it it yeah, it, it just wasn't I think it was um I think some of the principles that they took, that they said were, were pretty good in the sense that like, you know, marriage, you know, you're going into it and, and it's, it's you're not really gonna understand it until you're in it, I think right. that's very true. Because when you're in it, you know, you really get a sense of like, okay, I have to be selfless, I have to give yeah. myself, all the things. But, a lot of what they focused on was just like, um, have you had sex? Has the other person had sex? Right. Can can the person does it function? Does, does it, <laughs> it work? Like that's literally what they would ask. And and I and I feel like that. But the a, thing is, it's like, an okay question. But again, yeah. it doesn't. There wasn't. It wasn't an. In- I wish they would have talked about communication. I wish we would have talked about. Because I was going to ask
0: you, like, what are you? What do you think? I mean, are you marrying? Are you talking about just committee or also talking about counseling as well? Um, both because they're counseling. We actually did counseling. I think we did. The counseling part maybe like a week before a wedding, Okay. which I think was too too late. Cause I thought counseling was a six months process. At least that was my understanding. So yours wasn't. Maybe I mean maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. No. I, mean, I, I think feel well, like, maybe no, we maybe it's we yeah.
1: did. I think ours, ours may have been like maybe two or three weeks before our wedding. Okay. Our marriage counseling. Right. The committee came a lot sooner because they had to like meet with us and things right, like that. Just to, just to verify a lot of yeah. things, but but we also did counseling because we we live in Macon. We also did counseling with our church back okay. home. Okay. Um. And so that was good. I mean, I would even recommend. Like, you can never have. I think you can get. You have to understand that everyone's marriage is different. Right. So you can never get too much advice, but you should take each advice with a grain of salt, right? Mm. Because it's not a one-size-fits-all, yeah. right? So I would even recommend, like, if you're going to do marriage content with your church, see if there's, like, a, a therapist nearby, like a clinical therapist who can walk you yeah. through marriage. Because they will talk about the, the like, full breadth of so, it. And, like, yeah. Basically, the marriage committee. like, I think if if they weren't as robust as I would have want them to be. Like, they didn't touch mm. on all the topics. Like, the big topic for me that I tell that no one really prepared me for, I was homesick for like, two months. Like, at some point, I was like, hey, I think I miss my parents. Like, Aww. I miss my siblings, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, wow, like, really? Like, nobody really, like, checks on you after you're married. You know, mm. you get married and they kind of, like, they let you up, go. They just kind of forget about you. And I think part of it is, like, out of respect, like, they want you to just kind of have time with your husband. But, like, it's still a big transition. Like, check yeah. on your married friends, guys.
0: Check on your married check friends. Check on your married friends, yes. Yeah, For I mean... Sure. Because, I'll call you a month after. You. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it at least
1: one month and then we'll call you. Yeah. But I think even, too, like... So, I mean, check on your friends, but uh, because, again, some things... Most things in marriage, no one will see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because nobody talks about it, yeah, it just goes unsaid. Like, you just kind of have to deal with it on yourself.
0: And but that what are the things pressure. that, like, you wish? the marriage counseling or marriage committee had addressed? I wish they would have talked about communication. Okay. I wish they would have talked about conflict.
1: Conflict, yes. Like how to deal with conflict in marriage because you've made a commitment to this person that for better or for worse, but when there is a conflict, because there will be. Yes. How do you push through that? Right. Who do you call? Who, Who is in your corner that you can actually call? Who's been married? Who's someone you can trust? And you can say, hey, we're having this issue because I think a lot of times, you know, people have issues, but because, oh, we keep everything to ourselves. Right then you just suffer in silence. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, you don't want that. How do you address conflict? Who is a safe person? Who in the church is, like, the marriage person that people can trust their issues with and that it will remain protected? Right. That might be something. Yeah,
0: and that's a really good point. And I, you know, I've always been told, don't tell anybody about your marriage. It should be between you two. Even we, um, our church had a little Galentines, and one of the ladies was saying, I don't believe in bringing in a third party to help solve my issues. Because if, we, if my husband and I can't solve the issues ourselves, then nobody else can help us, because they don't know mm. a situation. Which was an interesting perspective, but I think... You know, when you're in the moment where you're both angry and you can't agree, you're so focused on the anger that you're not really seeing Seeing. the problem that you need to solve. I think it depends. So what I would say is try
1: to work it out with you and your husband first. Mm -hmm. Right. So like my husband, he's the type of person where he likes, my husband is a therapist and he likes different perspectives. So his default is like, okay, if we're going, if we're making a decision, he wants someone else's opinion. Right and i my thing is like let's how about we try it it's kind of like science right, right. you know, test a, test it out yourself get a good hypothesis see your experiment figure out your results and then realize okay this is probably we still haven't come to the conclusion we wanted to mm-hmm. let's bring in someone else that we know that we trust who right. is also married who might be able to give us a new perspective right so i would try it out first you and your husband but mm-hmm. if if it's something that's a consistent issue in your marriage like yeah. for example like i have friends of mine who have um, you know, struggles with finances or struggles with sex. Yeah. And it's like, if this is a persistent issue,
0: mm-hmm.
1: at some point you need outside help. Right. You need to come out and say like, okay, hey, this is where we're having troubles. Like, do you have any resources? Do you have right. any information? And even if it's not a friend, if you, don't, if you don't feel like you can talk to a friend about it, um, there has to be somebody in the church that is someone that's trusted. You know, and and that that that's, that's really a struggle. That's hard because it's like, You know, there's this feeling of like, okay, if we tell them, are they gonna share it? Are they gonna think that you know my marriage is something's wrong with my marriage? Right? I wouldn't. I mean, I do. I do believe in like, you know, don't really tell your parents your marriage (laughs) issues. This is why. Let me tell you why. Because your parents love you, Mm -hmm. right? And they are learning to love your spouse. And no matter how long you've been with your spouse, they don't know. They don't really know. They don't really know your spouse. You love your spouse, right? Deeply, but they love him because you love him, Right. right? And so if there's an issue they'll always take your side because mm-hmm. they love you right. and they don't they don't know them yet yeah. and so it'll create and you might be able to forget about an issue but they won't
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Right? And so then they'll be looking at the person like, ah, right, look at this person?" you know what I <laughs> mean? And it's like, hey, wow. Yeah. Right? They'll, they'll continue to think about that in your mind. So I would keep it away from, you know, like your parents and your family only. Not because you don't love them, but because you want to maintain a healthy relationship, relationship. Yeah, with true. their in-laws, right? Yeah, that's And true. even with your siblings, too, depending on how close you are with your siblings. Um, but I would definitely say, like, and it kind of goes back to accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever was in your was in your accountability group, especially if they're married, like let that continue on. Like our our friend group that we have, like we we really we've decided we've like chosen to be each other's like covenant friends. Yeah. <laughs> like we've chosen to say like we're not gonna allow each other to just suffer in silence. Yeah, if there's something wrong, let's bring it to the group. Yeah, right? when when you're ready, no pressure. Like figure it out as much as you can but if you feel like and and they've also given us permission to ask so I can say hey so how's how's XYZ going Mm -hmm. right like how's it been like have you done have you made any changes have you implemented and again it's all about giving grace if they haven't done it okay well listen we're praying for you listen whenever you're ready you know because you want I mean divorce is a real thing
0: yeah, it is a real thing. It is, um, and it even
1: amongst—I don't even know what the statistic is, but I think last I heard, like among the Christian community, like divorce rate is almost if not the same as like non-believers. Right. So what's the difference? Yeah. You know, like if 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 we're saying that like marriage is Christ in the church and it's meant to last, how can we look the same as people who don't believe in God? Right. That's a true point. We
0: have
1: we have to we have to stand out. We have to make it. We have to keep it sacred, which means you have to to deal with those things. So I think conflict would have been something I really... I I would have loved to go deeper with the marriage Mm. committee on how to just prepare for... Or or knowing that these are the things that you should expect when you come to marriage. I feel like it was very kind of superficial yeah baseline a lot I heard of it, had it to was like
0: a questionnaire you know they have a list of questions that they need to ask you boom 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 boom. then you've passed or I mean, you have failed and, i don't and you know. know what
1: you know what maybe they read the questionnaire i just never saw it maybe they were just reading it yeah and it honestly it happened so fast to me i feel like it wasn't because it's not memorable in my mind
0: yeah
1: it wasn't something that stuck right you know what I'm saying? if yeah. it was something that was like memorable then i think it would have I would have I would have been able to you know regurgitate what it was. But the biggest thing I remember was they asked me oh they didn't ask me, I think they asked Quentin, like, does his stuff work?
0: Right? But the thing is like how do you like I'm like, how would you know? How do you know if it works if you haven't done it before? Come on now, like some of the questions. Um
1: yeah, yeah, it was that's tough. It was tough. So I think they did. I think, I mean, again, our, our parents are doing the best that they know how based right. on whatever they got. Yeah. Which yeah, sometimes is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they didn't get anything. Yeah. So they're just kind of like going by the seat of their pants. Yeah. It's fine.
0: So <laughs> so continuing on on the question, you know, mm-hmm. what else would you wish they would have addressed? Because you said communication, mm-hmm. accountability. Um, yeah, conflict. Conflict. What else? Um... Finances? Finances, yes. Finances.
1: Especially when you are, I think when you're in college, obviously you don't really have your own bills. But right. Once you get out of college and you're starting to learn how to pay your bills, right, it is a transition. When you're married, your money becomes our money. Our money. Yes. Okay. So like that's a transition if you're not used to that. And so just learning how to really become one, right, in your finances, that's really big. And everyone does their finances a little different, right? how their family works, but just knowing essentially like the principles of understanding like do you both believe in tithing right Mm. like do you Mm. both believe you see
0: what I'm saying like tithing is wow I actually never even thought about like how do you tie, especially you know, if you have joint accounts and then you have separate accounts? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you tie that? That's yeah, very interesting. Yeah.
1: So the way we do it is we just tithe off of the gross income. Right? Mm-hmm. We both get paid, and then we just tithe off of that. Okay. And then we we have quite a few accounts. We kind of we are a little excessive. It's only because it's trying to keep it organized. So right. We both have separate checking accounts. Okay. For spending money, so we give ourselves spending money, and then we have our bills which is everything that is supposed to go towards bills and mm. i have a card that's like very plain and very boring that's how i yeah. know like it's not meant for fun and then i have my fun card that's yeah. like flowery and stuff and then we have emergency fund, giving savings um i'm trying to think about my account what is know. giving savings giving so like um just if we want to give like something to our families, if we want to give for maybe, like, church event or
0: something like yeah. Like,
1: we have something separate that we okay kind of put away over time. Because, again. I haven't
0: thought about that. Yeah. I
1: think, <laughs> I think, I mean, everyone will do it differently. I know for me, like, before I got married, like, that was how I kind of kept up with stuff. Because I'm not very good of, like, like you know, you your, your rent money, mm. your spending money, all of it's in one account. It's going to get spent. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's, it's going to get spent. Yes. So I had to Facts. kind of separate it that way. And, and it's also helpful for you, also just keeping in mind if you know everyone comes from different families and they have different spending habits right from a family that is used to spending but your husband might not be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um that's a conversation it's a conversation yes and like knowing how to have that conversation um in a way that'll still keep you married right yeah that's um, true it's key and and we do we do these things quentin calls it quentin came up with the name we have a weekly state of the union meetings wow yes Okay, where you guys discuss your finances, and we go through, we go through everything. We talk about our like spiritual life. We talk about finances. We talk about our weekly. Okay, yeah, like and like again, these are the things that like we kind of had to learn, like because we we honestly messed up a lot. Like we Mm. got together and you know we got married and we were making plans again because now you're married to someone else so you have to think about your plans as it affects the other person like okay honey like i'm supposed to be here at this day at this time like who's gonna make dinner and also like it's not like the wife your wife's working now right like i'm not home every day it's not every day it's not every day it's not every day it's not every day day i will say the first maybe like month i was cooking every day and i was like this is a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah mm. and so we had to just we had to pivot so just Knowing how
0: to maintain your home, like, that was a conversation that yeah. I wish we had. Um, I think there's an expectation of, like, as a woman, you have to cook. You have to upkeep the home and yeah. whatever. But what if you don't like to cook? Like, me personally, I don't like cooking. Yeah. I don't... I If it's more than 30 minutes, I'm not gonna She's do like, it. it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. Yeah. And
1: my husband grew up in a family where they they ate african food a lot yeah i I mean we did but like we were the type that were like if we don't want it we don't have to eat it right right? and so getting married he wanted after now he's very gracious he was like you know honey can you try like some african food and i would try Mm -hmm. and it took me a very long time so i'm looking for ways to do it that doesn't take forever and again it's kind of a service to your spouse so we kind of do like once a month like different African food, like, if I can try. Yeah. Um, just being able to learn different things. Um, So, yeah, just learning how to maintain the home is huge. And I feel right. like, yeah, the pressure is on, is on women to, to do it all and to, to be the one that figures it out. When I do think women have a better sense of, like, Organizing and like aesthetics mm-hmm. versus guys which are just trying to just get stuff done. Right. Check it out. So, like, there's no heart in it. I'm yeah. Like, the love is not there. Yeah. Right. And so, there's that beauty. You know, women bring that to the table. We bring that that consistency and that nurturing spirit. But then, guys, they also kind of keep things in order. Too. Right. So, it's just a balance. But I, I like, again, a lot of what we talked about in the marriage community was very surface level. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have kind of gone in depth. Right. Of like, here's what to expect going into your marriage. Get yeah, and we 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 had like some ups and downs, but nothing like super like stark because mm-hmm. we had spent already four years together, so we really knew each other. We just never lived together. Yeah, so like the, even the living together, like yes. that's a whole nother conversation. Like, do you ever lived with a man? Like, right. men are different. You know, what men, I mean? are very like, different. men are very different. And I was know?
0: gonna actually ask you like, once you said I do, and you moved in, what was what were things that surprised you that you were like, hey, is that how hey. you are? Is this how you behave? <laughs> My
1: goodness! Um, I think the biggest thing. So so the way the way it happened, he ended up moving into my apartment. So okay. I already had an apartment with a roommate, and she had moved out, and then he had moved in, um, and so that was a pretty seamless process. Um, he had already started moving some of his stuff, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like overloaded with stuff. So I kind of got used to it, and he would like set up his side, so it kind of it got we I I tried to make it a very like seamless process, right? So it wouldn't just be like night and day, mm-hmm. and that helped me. Um, but what was I surprised? Living with a man, um, I think the biggest thing, and this is probably just me, I like a really clean kitchen. Yeah, and oh, my husband. Oh, he he does his every, best. Oh no, you know he used every dish in the dish, the dish. In, the, in
0: the kitchen. <laughs> not every and then dish. Yeah, <laughs> we
1: had you know I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit OCD because I was like, okay, need like we gotta do the dishes, and I would say we're gonna do the dishes before we eat, and right? Like the man is hungry. Hey, I'm Me I too, I'll hungry. I'll do so, the dishes I actually, after. I actually had um, it was. Our Pastor Megan, his wife had told me, like, you know, because I was really on to him about doing the dishes, doing mm-hmm. the dishes. And even how he did it, I didn't like it. And she's yeah. like, are the dishes getting done? And right. I was like, yeah. And she's like, then it doesn't matter how it's getting done. Mm. It's getting done. Yeah. So those are the things, too. Like, pick and choose your battles. Right. right. Like, there is some, you win some, you lose some. Right? There As long as it's getting done, we've, we've kind of made an agreement now where, like, I'll do the dishes, and I'll put them on the rack, because we don't really use our dishwasher. I'll put them on the rack, and then he'll empty it in the morning yeah so I come to a clean kitchen so it's right. just again compromising you live but I think for me that was like the biggest surprise I mean I thought I would be weirded out with like sleeping next to somebody yeah but like when you love somebody you don't care like yeah. you're like please come and hold me you know what yeah. I mean like
0: it doesn't really make a difference hey come and hold me somebody come and hold you <laughs> it not make a difference but I don't know I'm trying to think if there's
1: anything else that's surprise I don't
0: think so no wow he, you know, he picks up the towel he from the clean, floor. It is very clean. Oh, wow. I have, very,
1: I have a very clean Okay. Husband. Yeah. I, That's I, really good. Like the first, the first month of our marriage... I was working a lot because mm-hmm. the way my job was, it was just kind of taking over my life. Yeah, and I quit him. He was cooking, he was cleaning, he was. I, listen, he was a better wife than I was. Wow. The first month. Okay, wow. I was we trying. like that. I was, I
0: was like, oh my! I was like, and you're the husband. Your yeah, I said I'm
1: just chilling. <laughs> Man, I would come home from work and I'd be tired. So it was, it was definitely. Um, it was it was really really sweet. And so now yeah. it kind of rolls are flipped because he's he's working and I'm I'm finishing school and so like there's that give and take too. Right. Um. But yeah. I
0: don't really know anything else other than that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now we are going to get deep. You guys, we are going to get deep. We are going to. Because I have to ask these questions. You know, I got to know. I want to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. The sex. Yes. The making of the love. The union. Whoa. Okay. So going, obviously, you guys didn't sleep together before you got married. Right. So what were your expectations and then going into your wedding night, honeymoon night, whatever mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um were you prepared for it? Yeah. Were you not? Was it like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, was it a process? Yeah. Did it just happen? Or, you know, it took a few days, a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Talk about that. So
1: for me, I feel like like I never really had a sex talk. Mm-hmm. Like no one really sat me down and was like, "This is this is what it is." Just the the basic biology. Like right. this is what it is. This is how it works. This... So a lot of a lot of what I learned came from one curiosity. Mm-hmm. Again, dating and just being in relationships and learning from other people, learning from friends. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get these little pieces here and there. And also, I had this conversation with my mom. Um, growing up, we used to call sex like me and my sisters. We call it like doing doing nasty. the nasty. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? like, <laughs> doing the nasty. And I had this conversation with my mom yesterday, and I was like, "Ma, like." I wish you guys wouldn't have called it that because right. your whole life you say it's doing the nasty and yes. then I'm supposed to get married and I'm supposed to do, do it. Hey. The, hey. Hey. I'm like, do it nasty Doing <laughs> nasty I'm like it, it, it just has this negative context in your mind. And mm-hmm. so I was like, we need to reframe it to something else. And so we were talking and I actually like this reframing of like Sex outside of marriage is unholy. Right. In marriage is holy. Yeah. Rather than nasty. You don't Mm -hmm. want to use, like, a negative It's a holy thing. It's just a holy thing, right? And then it becomes something that you look forward to rather than something you're afraid of. of, For me, I can't necessarily... I mean, there was a sense of, like, fear or more of, like, curiosity of, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. I just... I'm just... I was I was concerned. Right, I was like, how are these things going
0: to happen? So I mean, some girls are like terrified because they're hearing all of these horror stories that you know is is not you know the most pleasurable experience Mm -hmm. for women versus for Mm -hmm. guys, and so they go into it, they're like shaking and they're like, I can't can't do this. I I had a
1: really good friend who told me she was like, you know, for her going into sex when she got married. Um, she had prepared physically, but mm-hmm. she didn't prepare herself mentally.
0: mentally. Mm. Like, Talk about that. Yeah, like yeah.
1: mentally. I think for women, it's different than guys. I'm going to speak to women because I am a woman. Um, like, when you go into it, right, obviously, it's vulnerable. I mean, right. This is probably the first time you've ever been fully naked in front of another human being. hmm and, Women, we think a lot about our insecurities. We're yes. thinking about our stomach. We're thinking about are my legs shaved? Are mm. my armpits clean? My, All the things. My like, six flops. Am I, am I looking like <laughs> I'm supposed to be looking? You right. Know what Guys are not worried about that. And so you're constantly, and you already might be nervous because of it. And so physically, you're gonna because of what you're thinking, you're gonna tense up. Mm-hmm. But if you allow yourself to relax, like yeah. that's the key in, in in intimacy and sex. You have to relax and right. allow yourself just to just to be there to receive the moment. Otherwise. It it's going to hurt. Like, yeah. it's going to hurt. And no one tells you this. I know I had this experience where I would burn after mm-hmm. sex. Like, it would physically be uncomfortable. And I'm like, what is going on? And also just, just general basic hygiene. Right. Like, basic one-on-one. I, I think yeah. I had a conversation with my friend. Like, I had an auntie one time who was explaining to me my sister, like, how to clean your vagina. Mm-hmm. And she was basically encouraging us to, like, stick your finger up there and, like, scrape around, which is horrible. Oh, because, my eyes twitching. Yeah, like, like... <laughs> And, you're and not supposed to, to do over, that, like, yeah. but like in your mind, you're like, wait, because the way the way your body is set up, mm-hmm. your vagina has a cleaning mechanism, right? Like, it it has a pH level that it likes to maintain that kills bacteria. You know, every month when you have your period or you have discharge, that is your vagina cleaning itself out. Right, you do not need to help it. Right, it, it knows what it's doing. That's right. right. And the same way when in sex. It will adjust it's a muscle so mm-hmm. it's going to grow and expand and stretch and all the things but you have to allow yourself to get there and even right. like even understanding I wish you know we had like just basic sex sex ed because you know there are stages of sex mm-hmm. right there's I think I know climax is top, but then there's like plateau. Oh, it's excitement. There's four stages. It's like excitement.
0: Hey, I didn't learn about this. No. No. Yeah. There's four. I have ed- to look it up. They
1: didn't teach me oh, this. I had. Have- there's a book, guys. I'll recommend. There's a book. book. There's a book. Wow. Yeah. There's a book. One guys. of our friends who got married? They stay. They, they really wanted us to get this book. We're like, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it. They ended up buying it one copy for each of us and sending wow. it to our house. I love it. Was it. That bad. <laughs> like it was that important. And in the book is from a Christian psychologist who just explains this mm-hmm. is what it is and, and okay. the first thing he says is sex is meant to be a safe enjoyable mutually pleasurable experience right like that's the framework we should be going into it yeah. so for me all the years of my life my framework was it's nasty don't do it right away mm-hmm. from right and so the switch to like you know i'm supposed to be fleeing it and then all of a sudden i'm supposed to enjoy it it right. was hard it yeah was just a hard switch for me um but what i did remember from the book was it's meant to be safe right and so I, I i really went into like our wedding night with this mentality of like this is a safe space like i don't have to be like if it wasn't safe my parents wouldn't have let me go right <laughs> you know what i mean like that, the whole church is letting me go like yeah. everybody was waving goodbye you know and and i'm thinking okay so this is a safe space like i am i'm okay here mm-hmm. i can i can be okay in this space, right. and, and allowing myself to relax which takes a lot of mental brain space when you've never been in an environment like that before you know you kind of get nervous you kind of get tense up and my husband was very gracious he was like okay like you know if you want to take a shower first I'll wait over here and then Mm -hmm. I'll go outside when you're ready you know so so he was very gracious with the process again knowing that it was my first time like wanting it to be a very safe and 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 memorable but also like um not intimidating experience you know while you're going into it so yeah I guess for for women who just you know whether you're, and I think there's different stages. So, like, if you're engaged, there's like a whole conversation about what mm-hmm. you, how you need to prepare. If you're dating, it's a different conversation. If you're single, but I think the starting point is just knowing your basic biology. A lot right. of women are not aware of what's down there, that, right? No, that's true. Of what's down there, that's you true. You might not even be aware of like how to take care of it, right? Yeah. Like, or what you're supposed to do. Because I think, like you said, social media has painted this picture, culture has painted this picture of right. like, you know, sexy and all these things. But really, in the reality, like the way God has made our bodies, it's supposed to work, right? right. There was a day and age where. You know, Adam and Eve, Mary and Joseph—they weren't worried about all. They this weren't thing. worried about details. Hey, we are worried about now. We are worried. Yeah, and so ah. now it's like you know, let's let's go back to let let's allow the Bible to inform us how we should prepare and going into right. sex and and letting it really be a, an intimate and enjoyable experience. With yeah, you and your husband. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to recommend this. I think no, it's called the celebration, a celebration of sex. Wow, Enjoying, a celebration. I'll leave the link yeah, down celebra- below. I'll send it to you. A celebration of sex by Doctor. Thomas something very 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 good research okay I'm gonna have to get the book yeah. you know when Do it's time it. yeah, so yeah. I can learn some I things mean, even, yeah I would say I would recommend it for anyone who's engaged like yeah. before you get married because it does it, it goes through kind of like the chapters it it goes through in general this is what mm-hmm. like, here's a Christian perspective here's what sex is here's here's how it works like yeah. the actual like diagram of how it works here's when it doesn't work here's okay. what it actually goes into like sex after childbirth
0: Oh, okay. It's it's a interesting. Very, it's a very good. It's a very yeah. good resource. And so, was sex never discussed in um, marriage counseling or anything like that? Or... It was,
1: but in the sen- I, I think it was discussed again with a lot of like, this is a woman's duty to her husband.
0: Okay. Okay. I think in that regard, it wasn't right. really
1: in the sense of like, this is how you can enjoy. Yeah. And 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 also be part of the interaction. Because I wonder if it's a lot of gun, like a lot of I think Ganyan women like. They don't enjoy sex. Don't, they don't, they enjoy, don't. Which is sad. It is. I'm just going to say it's yeah. very sad. We learned very quickly in my marriage that um, I am the one with the higher libido. Okay. In our marriage. Okay. Which, which was a shock to me. And I think it was also a shock to my husband because everyone, every man told him like, she's not going to want it every day. Right. Don't, just relax. It
0: just you know? Come down. So <laughs> he was like, hey, who is this? And
1: and every I mean, other day. Like, you know, I think it was, it was very much like a, like a shock. And just, again, knowing yourself. And it, it's. It's meant this is a holy space. Right. You are allowed to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You waited your whole life. Yes. You better enjoy. Like, yes. it's actually really sad to me. Like, people who wait their whole life and they either they don't enjoy it because they're scared right. or if Now, granted, there are some like actual physical right. things that happen that can be improved. There's actually um, something called a pelvic floor therapist. Okay. Um, typically, OBGYNs will recommend it to you if you're having struggles. So, talk to your OBGYN. Women, right. if you are. Um, You know going to the gynecologist um, as just a regular routine care yeah and then you're preparing like i even talked to my doctor when i was about to get married like hey i'm about to get married i haven't had sex what can i do medically to right. prepare mm. and she was like you know go to a pelvic floor therapist and i they, didn't even know those existed yeah so wow. they they, they ex, they're experts in your pelvic floor and right so not just for sex but also for like childbirth life after you know after childbirth women often get tears and so right. they can maybe do some some remedies or therapies to help you right. as you're healing through that so there there are and again there are a ton of resources out there mm. unfortunately people don't talk about it right. until you get there yeah or even after and you feel like it might be too late because I, I did have some friends who had we fortunately didn't necessarily have a, much of a struggle when it came to sex like um it, it worked within the first few but i i take that to one god but also to friends that i had who went ahead of me who mm-hmm. kind of helped me with the mental a lot. Right. Like, just, just, just realizing it's a safe space. Yes. I just need to relax. It helped a lot. But yeah. I did have friends who had some struggles in that. Also, just health 101 for women. You know, you have um, hymen, mm-hmm. right? In your vagina, is just like a thin layer of flesh mm-hmm. that is protecting your vagina from really protecting your uterus and your cervix from any bacteria. Yeah. Um and during sex it will break. break. Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes over time in life it might break earlier. Okay. Right? Yeah. I actually think mine broke when I mm. was in elementary school because I fell on the monkey bars. Yikes. Yes, I did. I yeah. fell and I was bleeding and mm-hmm. I went to the doctor. I went to the nurse and they were like, sorry, we can't help you. Yeah. And I think that was actually my and it, it does hurt when it yeah. breaks. So that's probably what women are talking about when they say you could bleed and, and things like that during right. sex. It's, it's Your hymen is breaking. And it's just, again, knowing your basic biology. Like, biology 101, sex mm-hmm. education. One, I don't know if that's something that the church can offer, but I would right. highly And it can be separated. I agree with women. you on that. They I'd definitely need to offer it. recommend just yeah. like, and even, I mean, we have nurses. We have doctors. We have so many health nurse practitioners, health professions who know this information. Why are we not sharing it? Why are right. we allowing a lot of young girls Either go into it blindly, or go into it, just not knowing, right? right? That this, right. that you know this is what it is, and so I know a lot of you know a lot of girls who might be shaving down there, mm-hmm. and that they shouldn't be. Don't mm-hmm. just don't do it, because you're 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 mess. There's a reason why God has placed things where they are, right? Because it's it's meant to protect you from bacteria and infections mm-hmm. and things like that. Because UTIs are also very common, even right. if you're not having sex, right? It's yeah, just that's the true. Way that your body is. Is developed so just knowing those things and being aware that there are resources out there to help you and it's not a shame thing.
0: Right. Yeah. No. That's that's really good. I'm glad we talked about it because I think that's the one aspect that we're always curious about. You know, getting married. Mm -hmm. You know, what is sex like, and how do you navigate those conversations? I think you know if things are not going right, and how do you you know address?
1: Also add to again communication in marriage goes across the board. Yeah. It goes into your finances. It goes kind of through everything, but also in your sex life. So if you're not communicating, like if your communication is a bit rough mm-hmm. during dating, just take that into your mindset as right. you're going into marriage because then your communication will be harder in every other area of right. your life. Especially in your sex life. If as a woman, if you are uncomfortable, if you mm-hmm. are sex is not supposed to be painful. Sex right. is not supposed to be uncomfortable, right? Yeah. You have to be able to communicate that mm-hmm. to your spouse in a way that's still loving and still honoring, but also to to help you in the process. Right. And some women, they just quiet the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, I'm like, you're just, you're just stiff. And it's just, it's, it's sad. It I mean, is it really very is sad. sad. And, and I, I guarantee there are... Um, there are more sexless marriages mm. than we would think or can imagine. Yeah, and that is really heartbreaking. Because yeah, it was sex is made is made for husband and wives to remind us of the vow that we made for each other. It's a mm. reminder of the covenant. That's beautiful. It wow. Is. So if you're not if you're not if you're not remembering your covenant, you're gonna do this. Yes. You're split apart. Right. Sex always brings you back. yes yeah. No matter how many times me and my husband argue. We we'll always come back. Yes, <laughs> that's know? right. We'll always come back. I'm fun. coming I'm back coming to, to <laughs> that. That's true. That's true. You have to come back every time. Yes. if you're not, if you're not building, and intimacy starts. Intimacy is the the beginning of sex. Right? Yes, intimacy starts outside the bedroom. Clean yeah. the house. I told my husband he's one clean house away from him, the night of his dreams. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Oh, listen, I hope you are listening
0: sometimes. I'm talking this <laughs> line. I'll tell my husband one,
1: one clean house. Listen, clean the house. Do something nice for your wife. Yeah, she's not expecting because again that that builds intimacy.
0: Yeah, I have a question for you. Um, so uh, the single summit. Somebody had mm-hmm. talked about sex and um, they're talking about you know having issues with sex. And um, one of the panelists was like, oh, well, you know, just tell your husband what it is that you like. But how do you know what you like if you haven't done it before? Mm-hmm. And then I know you mentioned the book, but there were, were there other resources that you turned to? Yeah. You know. But- um.
1: Definitely. I mean, you talking about when you're married? Or when like, you're okay. married. Okay. So yeah. when you're married, if you, I mean, you have to be open. Yeah. Like, you have to be open. But, like, that- how do you know what to do? Because. Yeah. I mean, I mean. The book honestly, the book honestly is a really great resource to me because it also had um pictures okay. <laughs> of different, you know, just different things, you can, things you can do. Things okay. you can do in that.
0: Um,
1: and it, it's I would say it's for the mature, right? You have to yeah. be mature when you're able to And married it. And,
0: and married. Don't buy or, the book yeah, now. Yeah, don't buy it
1: now. Don't buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're ready, you know, just just learning about what because certain positions will help you with different maybe issues you might be having. If mm-hmm. there's one certain way that you know might be more comfortable, less comfortable if you're pregnant, right? right. Most pregnant women they recommend not for you to sit on your back. And yeah. So there are different ways just to adjust in that way. But I mean, really, the biggest thing is if you're married and mm-hmm. you you don't like what's happening, you have to one vocalize it. And yeah. And be be willing to try something different. Yeah. And it it. It would. It could feel awkward. You gotta take the awkwardness out of it. Because right. You're married. You're Literally married. Like, yeah. You're at this point, don't yeah. be shy. Don't be shy. I
0: like, give myself what? away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like what are we shy about right now? Yeah. Your whole life, the way you were, you were running and hiding and sneaking in the background before, but mm. now, why are you not afraid? You're like, open. You're not afraid. Yeah. You know, like this is your time to explore like God he has given you your blessing yes to explore so explore like mm. you want to know this is your chance for you to explore your body and for your husband to also explore what yeah. might be good for you in that process so mm. I mean don't be afraid wow I have <laughs> so afraid. many
0: questions guys but don't be afraid. the time is running the time is taking off oh the time hey. is going so um, we're gonna end it here yeah. I would love to continue maybe we'll maybe find some other time two. we have yeah. to do a part two because yeah. there's so many questions I know. Um, but I I learned so much god oh, bless okay. you my sister hey, oh this is my trying. sister Darice. i'm trying though oh Listen. show them the ring hey. show them the ring okay hey. period hey. okay all hey. the single ladies hey. um <laughs> <laughs> no god bless it. you thank you so much Aww. thank you guys for watching but we'll, we'll we're gonna figure out how to do a part two yeah, um yes for sure so like and subscribe share this video leave us a comment let us know how this was um if it blessed you if you learned something Um, If you want to contribute, leave it down in the comments. Make sure to follow us on social media at USA, And we're going to see you next time. God bless you. Bye. Bye.